0: Chapter Nine. Big Jack stormed around the camp, trying to get everyone organized and ready to depart. Some men still had to be chosen and assembled. That task hadn't been finished last night. Fuel and ammunition were still being collected and loaded. It would be hours before they'd be ready to go. Big Jacks was fuming; he was in a hurry to go on his killing spree. It was still early when the defenders arrived at the gorge. Jason directed Andy, Ray, Billy, and John to the ridge on the west side of the road, and he, Catherine, Tom, and Betty took the ridge to the east of the road. Andy volunteered to take the position closest to the bridge. He could shoot, and having been instructed on the semi-automatic 223 carbine, he felt he could fire more rapidly than Ray or Billy with their bolt-action rifles. Ray and Billy spaced themselves behind Andy, with John last in line. On the east side, Tom suggested he be first in line, but Jason wouldn't allow it. The M60 has the range, and you'll be less likely to be pinned down and hit if you're further back. We need that gun in action all the time, he said. Jason placed himself first. Catherine insisted on being next behind him, which put Tom in a third position. Betty stationed herself behind Tom. On each ridge, everyone was spaced about 50 yards apart. Jason brought a couple of shovels and extra burlap cloth along. Use the shovel to pile up some dirt to make a rest for your rifles, and cover the dirt with the cloth. It'll keep down any dust from the shots. The dust gives away our position. And remember, if your position gets too hot, don't stick your head up. Just crawl back from the cliff edge and move to a new location. Then you can return fire. There was no dissenting opinion from anyone. The group was solemn as they split up and staked out their positions for the ambush. Soon this little gorge was going to be filled with shooting and killing. With everyone in position, there was nothing to do but wait. The sun rose higher. The sky was clear. The hum of the cicadas grew louder. There was little breeze. It was going to be a hot day. It will be hot in more ways than one. Jason lay on the ridge with his rifle ready. His stomach churned as doubts began to rise up again. He forced them down. This wasn't the time for doubt. That time was past. Now was the time to fight. To fight for their lives. An hour passed. Jason remained patient and still. He was used to waiting. On the other side of the ridge, John squirmed where he lay in the leaf mold, peeking out from under a bush. Sweat ran down his face. Every minute he waited, he imagined greater and greater scenes of carnage. His breathing became ragged, and panic rose inside. His body began to itch in odd places. He thought ants were crawling under his clothing. Andy, like the others, remained tense, He wouldn't allow himself to imagine what was to come and kept telling himself over and over to relax. Finally, John yelled out across the ravine, ''Are they coming? How long should we wait?'' His answer came quickly from Jason, ''Quiet.'' John squirmed and tried to control his growing panic. Catherine lay in the brush at the edge of the cliff. She kept repeating, ''Just hit a target and move on. They don't know we're here. We'll catch them off guard. Any words to hold back her own terror?'' Finally, they heard the faint sounds of the convoy trucks. Everyone knew what that meant. The gang was coming. The battle was soon to begin.